Welcome back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Chappell, along with... Artemis Brower. We're coming to you this week with episode 41. Artie's doing me 4-1 in, in the camera. He, he, yes, he sir. Doesn't, he, he doesn't remember that this is an audio Oh, no, I, I, I know, Jared. I know, but you can see me. And I, I can, want you to see all my antics. I, I, can, I can see all of your antics. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw all the antics uh, yesterday <laughs> as, as the Chicago Bears lost. Oh, God. Uh, you, you would bring that up first thing, man. <laughs> we just started less than 30 seconds ago. You're going to bring up my damn Bears. Oh, hey, my man. Uh, hey, we, we just got to start it off right. But, Artie, other than the Bears losing, how, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing real good. Uh Started first shift at, at my job, so I'm, I'm still getting adjusted to waking Naps. up at, at 7 o'clock, 7.30 in the morning. So that's, that's, that's been a nice little adjustment. But Do, um, do, I, need, do I need to dox your, uh, your phone number so everybody can call you to wake your ass up? Yes, absolutely. Right. You know, and you know I'm not a morning person. I am, I I am 100% Marty, Marty in the morning. I am, Guys, I am I, Marty from 7 a.m. to about 10 a.m. I, 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 I can't remember if I told the story on this podcast or one of the ones that we went on earlier in the year or last year. Um, Artie has a a second personality. He has multiple personalities. I do have of, multiple personalities. One of which is Marty. Marty comes out especially when when it's early in the morning, and to Artie, early in the morning is like it's anything, like ten a.m. Anything I was about to say, anything before ten a.m. Yeah, and you're gonna that's, you're gonna experience early. Marty. Yeah. Marty is the most annoyed person you'll ever meet in your life. He just wakes up annoyed. He stumbles around and he he's just like, please do not talk to me until I get some food in me and I have a cup of coffee. Do not talk to me. But I'm, it, but I'm but I'm up front, Jared. See, most people deny stuff like that. I'm I will tell you, don't bother me. Like so, I'll just tell you. So maybe that should be your New Year's resolution. Maybe you should just. No, I'm 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 always gonna not be a morning person. Just just make that your New Year's resolution. Become a, become a morning person. <laughs> Now, if look, I will wake up in the morning because I gotta go make some money. That's just yeah. the guys on hey. the truth. But hey. I, I will we're never all, be. We're a all money here person. to make money. Exactly. We're all here to make money. So exactly. But I'm doing good though, man. I'm I'm doing good. Outside of that, I'm doing excellent. That, that's so. good. That's good to hear, Artie. I, I'm I'm glad you and Marty are doing well. Um, <laughs> that that is always great to hear. But yeah, I mean, the new year it's been wild so far. Um, mm-hmm. We thought 2020 was in the in the rear view, but uh it's 2020 2.0 um yeah look we, we don't we don't have to tell the people what well, happened they all know what happened everybody knows what's going on and and we, we're not going to talk about it that that's yeah. we're a sports podcast we're not a yeah. we're not a history or politics we're, podcast. we're not going to educate you on something you already know exactly so um but Artie, ecu basketball man they're seven and three one and mm-hmm. three in conference play mm-hmm. um i mean they've lost uh, what is it? Two straight um, since coming back from the holidays. One to Tulane, yep. and one to the Bulls of South Florida. Which honestly, that should have been a that should have been a game. Both those games were winnable games. Right. We we've already beaten Tulane. That that was a close game. Um, both games were close, but I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't look like the same basketball team we saw in November before the holiday break. And right. granted, granted, a lot in a lot of ways, it's not. It, it's a, it's a team that is dealing with a lot of COVID issues. I mean, they've had some positive tests. They had to shut down for a little bit. Missed a Wichita State game. Mm-hmm. Now, they're they're trying to get their groove back. 
What, what What's your take on, on EC basketball? Well, we, we've just been flat the last few games, you know, and, and obviously we've had the COVID problems and, but that's to be expected. We're going to have COVID problems. Everybody else in the country is going to have COVID problems. Yeah. That was, that was going to happen. That, that wasn't something that we could be like, Oh my God, what, what the hell is going on? Why do we have all these COVID problems? That was going to happen. It's unfortunate, but it's something that should have been expected. I think most importantly is our, our stars hasn't, haven't really been able to get it going. Jaden Garden only had 10 points in that South Florida game. If Jaden Garner is only getting 10 points, ECU is not, not going to win. That's just the guy's honest truth. ECU is not going to win basketball games if Jaden Gardner is not, you know, at least averaging 18 to 20 to kind of bolster everybody else on the team. So, really, we've just been flat. Um, I, I think that the issues with COVID has helped in, 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 that, in that problem. But, honestly, we just like, like, like you said, we got to find our groove back. We got to find our, our, our rhythm back. And I think we'll be all right in, in conference play, which is what we both said at the beginning of the year, that's going to be our bread and butter out of conference, non-conference games. We won the games that we were supposed to win. And that's great. We're seven and three. We still have a decent record. We still look all right, but we're one and three in conference. And that's not going to get it done because conference is where we play our, our better teams, we, where, where we play good teams, but hopefully we've got a game against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not that good this year. A team that's been really good in basketball in years past they're not that good this year. I think they're two and six or two and seven right now. That's absolutely a game, whether it's in Cincinnati or it's in, um, you know, Minji's. I, don't, I, I forget where it's at, but uh, that's a game we should absolutely win. And yep. uh, I think we I think we have a game against Tulsa after after Cincy. So we've got we've got a couple of games coming up that we could absolutely win and we should win and we should be able to bounce back. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned Jaden Gardner. Hey, we're the we're the biggest fans of Jaden Gardner. We say Absolutely. that he, he – I mean, we always talk about how he's a walking double-double. Um, I mean, he, he could be a triple-double most nights. I mean, he, he gets pretty damn close to it. Um, but he has been dealing with – I know he has been dealing with some injuries. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's not an excuse. Other guys have to, have to step up. Right. Um, you, you that's just sports. It, it's basketball. You can't just rely on one guy. This isn't – this isn't the NBA. This isn't – I mean, you're not, you're not relying on that one superstar. And we've seen it in the past. We've seen it in the past, even in the NBA. When, like, going back, looking at the Thunder a couple years ago, I don't – and Artie, this is all the only NBA basketball talk you'll ever get from me. Looking at, like, the Thunder a couple years ago when all they had really was Russell Westbrook, I mean, one, one of the top stars in the league, mm -hmm. and, and they still couldn't get it done. I mean – Well, remember, that same Thunder team two years before that had Russ – and KD and had a 3-1 lead against the Warriors and, could, and, and couldn't get it done. So it's not always just having superstar power and having multiple guys that can do it. But for, for me, obviously, it, it's a team effort, and, and I get all of that. But ECU is only going to go when Jaden Gardner goes. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like Jaden Gardner, he has to go. And, and I know that's a lot of pressure, but, A, I, I firmly believe he wants to be the man because he is the man. I firmly believe he can handle it. I firmly believe that he is the sole – not not the sole leader, but he, he's, he's our guy. He's the captain. He's the leader. And, you know, we're only going to go as far as he and Joe Dooley take us. And that's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Gardner, um, he, he, he's the engine behind this ECU basketball team. Right. When he's hot, everybody's hot. Um, but everybody's confident. Don't, I mean, don't sleep on Cincinnati. Cincinnati is, a, is still a very good basketball team. I mean, they yeah. – Look, looking at some of their losses, I mean, yeah, they've got a they've got a loss to South Florida, just like us, but they've lost to Georgia, UCF, who I mean has already beaten Florida State. They're they're honestly one of the top teams in our conference. They lost to Xavier, 
shout out to the Roll Blob podcast that we uh yes sir we, yes, uh, sir. we went on um those, those shout out to cool Roll dudes. Blob um lost to Wichita State another very good team they've had they've had a tough schedule they I mean they beat SMU at SMU lost to okay. Tulsa um. I mean, they, they've had a tough schedule. They've had a tough. So they've had some good losses and they've had some bad losses. Yep. yep. What's their so overall record? They're three and seven. They're three and seven. So yep. you're telling me losing to a three and seven basketball team is a good loss? I, I'm not saying that it's a good loss. That's, I'm just, that's all I want to hear. I'm just. I don't. I don't think. I mean, to me, I don't think any loss is a good loss unless it comes to a top twenty-five powerhouse. But <laughs> okay. Um, looking at it, I know that. Cincinnati is a better team than than their record shows. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a was a. Uh, it, this team's not going to look like a three and seventeen. Um, we're on the road at Cincinnati. We're we're on the road at Cincinnati, and I mean, anything can happen. Hopefully, the boys can pull it out. Hopefully, we get some guys back. Hopefully, we get Tremont Robinson White back. Hopefully, we get Tristan mm-hmm. Newton back. Um, th- those are two guys. Those, while while Jaden Gardner's the engine, those guys are the oil. Th- mm-hmm. Those guys are going to be the guys that really get get the engine going. I mean, I, I believe it's Tristan Newton leads the team in assists. So, I mean, who do you think is dishing the ball to Jaden Gardner? It's Tristan Newton. If mm-hmm. if if Jaden Gardner's having to carry the ball up the court and having to and have, having to take over that point guard role. That that's not going to be good for ECU basketball because then it's easier to double team him and put bodies on him so that way he can't get wide open looks in in the paint. I mean that that's that's the only thing that I'll say. Um, he, he you got to have those guys to to be competitive. Now and and I, and I will say this to further your point: if we get Newton and White back for the Cincinnati game, then that means we absolutely have no excuse. I'm okay with Cincinnati playing as close, and I and I hear you on. You know they're they're better than what their record indicates. Just like but, ECU football was this year, right? But at the end of the day, this is a game that we should win. I think we have a better basketball team than Cincinnati this year. I just firmly believe that when we play our best basketball, we should beat the University of Cincinnati in 2021. So I'm you know I, I completely understand them playing as tight, them playing as close, but losing to a three seven basketball team is never going to be a good loss. It, this is a game that we should absolutely be able to win. Now, one of the things that I always li- like looking at is looking at like the team stats, right? So mm-hmm. looking at this, I mean, and we're, we're talking about one game for way too long. So we'll, we'll hop off Cincinnati here in a minute, but the, I mean, ECU points per game, 69.6 Cincinnati, 69.7. So that tells me right there, both teams are going to, it's going to be a tight game. Right. Points against ECU's giving up 63 and a half points. Cincinnati's giving up 72.3. Um, that, I mean, that, that's all good to, good to see. Um, but but ESPN right now has us gives us a thirty point three percent chance of winning. ESPN does that so on on their matchup predictor. So that's what I'm saying. It, it's not nothing in this league is a given, especially right. with with the type of competition that we have. We we touched that on that earlier. But th- this is going to be a tough game. ECU basketball has to find a way to get back on 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 the winning side of things. And if they win if they win Wednesday at five o'clock in Cincinnati. I mean, be on the lookout for them. They they have a game against Temple right after, um, play Temple, and then, um, you, then you don't know. Then you're back at three and three in, in conference, and you're in the middle of the pack. And hopefully, you can rattle off some more wins. You you get Memphis and some other teams later on. But hey, I can still I can still say that ECU basketball is ranked higher than Duke in the net rankings. That that's all I'm going to say. 
And, and the last thing I'll, I'll say on it is, is when it comes to turning the page as a program, which is what ECU is trying to do in basketball right now, we're trying to turn the page. These are the kind of games you have to have. It's not about Cincinnati in years past. It's about Cincinnati right now. It's about what have you done for me lately. These are the kind of games we got to have, just point blank period. So if we're, if we're really trying to turn the page as a program, these are the kind of games that now it's, it's like, okay, I'm, I, I'm not really expecting to win, but I'm expecting a win. That's, that's kind of what it is. Yep. So, Artie, uh, we, we, had, we had a pretty cool interview this week. Um, we've had him on before. We, we haven't even mentioned who we're having on. We're, we're having on some, some members uh, or one member of the ECU swim and dive team from the women's um, side of it, mm-hmm. and also a ECU alumni swim, from swimming, Kate Moore. She's, she's been on the podcast before. Yeah. They were on shortly after. I believe they were on the week that it was announced that ECU was cutting uh golf and or no tennis and swimming not golf um so we we had them back on again everybody knows or should know by now ECU has reinstated women's tennis and swimming so uh we we had a pretty good conversation with them let's uh send it to that interview real quick it's like a 20 minute interview um we'll send it there and then we'll we'll bring it right back okay let's do it all right so here's our interview with Chelsea Martzeller from ECU Swim and Dive and ECU alumni, Kate Moore. This week on the Boneyard Podcast, we're, uh, we're pleased to be joined by um, some members of the ECU Women's Swim and Dive team. Um, we've got Coach Kate Moore and then swimmer Chelsea, I, I hope I'm not pronouncing this name wrong, Mar- Marsteller, is that yeah. right? Yeah. All right, yeah, cool, I... I've been known to butcher some names on here before. Yes, he is. Um, so, uh, how, how's it going, guys? I, I know we've got some good news from ECU Swim and Dive uh, this week. How, how's it going for y'all? Um, Chelsea, I'll let you go first. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the best news I've had all year, so that's good news for me. I'm really excited. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that's great to hear. Um, we're, we're glad that you're excited. Kate, how, how about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, so proud of, you know, Chelsea and her teammates for, um, kind of, you know, their their role they played in, in getting getting their team back. And um, I'm just really glad that, that swimming and diving has a place again at East Carolina. Um, you know, that was probably one of the hardest parts, you know, back in May is that, you know, it was going to be forgotten, you know, five years down the line, people wouldn't even have remembered that that swimming and diving was a program at ECU and, and I'm glad that that's now not going to happen. Yeah. It, it's been a long, hard journey back for you guys. And, and I know, unfortunately we only have one half of, of the program back. Um, so what's the state of the program right now? Where, where do you guys see it at right now? Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not in Greenville anymore. Um, I actually took a job out at Washington state Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm really on here as, as an alum, um, you know, the state of the program right now is, uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be almost a complete start from scratch. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to have Chelsea and, and, um, you know, three of her teammates who, who will be kind of the, the forefront of this new team. Um, but, uh, it, it's going to be a complete, complete rebuild, which, um, you know, is unfortunate because, the girls we had uh, coming into 2020 and then the ones that we had 
for 2021, um, you know, they were, they were on the way to doing something pretty special. So uh, not, you know, that will happen eventually, but um, it's gonna, it'll take some time to get it back to where it needs to be. And uh, fortunately, we've got some really good girls and um, who are going to be great leaders for, for this new team. And uh, so hopefully it'll um, be up and running sooner than later. So, excuse me, is, is there a plan for how we're going to get the scheduling back in, back in stated, reinstated, and get kind of the season moving forward uh, for this upcoming season? Yeah, so I think it's still kind of, um, there's still a lot of unknowns. Uh, obviously, they still need to um, secure a coach. Um, you know, I, I would imagine, I know that the head, head coaches, Matt Jabs and um, the head assist or the head uh, tennis coach have been reached out to. I know they said that in the uh, the press conference. Um, so that's going to be the first thing is solidifying that. Um, and then, you know, really it's going to probably come down to do they have time to put together a team for next season? Um, you know, while it, it seems like there's a lot of time between now and August, uh, you know, most kids, most 2021 um uh, most seniors in high school already know where they're going. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so it's going to be, uh, it'll be a challenge to, to put together a team for next season. So, um, it, you know, not that it can't be done, but it's, it'll, it'll be challenging. So I think uh, it's, it's, there's really a lot of things kind of up in the air right now. Um, and uh, hopefully it'll be ready to go for 2021 um, in some way, shape or form. Uh, obviously we already have, um, you know, a few student athletes that are ready to go and uh, chomping at the bit. <laughs> um, but uh, it'll, it'll take some time, though, to get those, you know, to fill a, a full roster. Yeah, and, and, and Chelsea, I know this is a complete rebuild, a complete start from scratch. Um, as a player, as a current player, uh, what's your immediate goal going, going forward through this tumultuous time going into next season? Um. I think for most of us, since there's only a few of us left that stayed in Greenville, I think it would be just to help rebuild the team like as best we can, like put in all of our effort too, because this team means a lot to us and we want to see it go further and stay alive. So, I mean, some of us, we haven't swam or dove in a long time. So yeah. we're going to have to get back in shape, try and get back in the pool and hope for the best, I guess. Now, um, looking at it, I mean, this is this all came about because of, of a hard time um, for a lot of people in the world. Um, ECU has made no bones about that they, they've had finan financial issues before. Um, so with that being said, I know that um, this news, like while a lot of us are happy that the program's reinstated, I, I know that the, the legal – um, trial and, and going through the legal process um, that that's coming back on ECU some um, how, how are y'all handling that from from a team perspective um, maybe from a from a brand perspective that maybe some people aren't happy that we're spending more money on um, paying the legal fees after cutting the program which I mean I, I get why we're, we're doing that but I know some people um, may, may not um, understand that yeah um I'll take this one um you know I think what people need to understand is that 
this should have never happened in the first place. <laughs> um, you know, ECU was, they were not in compliance with Title IX when the programs were cut. And I know there's a lot of, um, you know, I've, I've read a lot of the, the uh, different message boards and comments. And I know, fortunately, Chelsea hasn't. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they, they were not in compliance before. I know a lot of, one of the big questions that people had was, well, how are they not in compliance when they cut two men and two women? Um, so, you know, I learned a lot about Title IX during this whole process, and, uh, you know, ECU has been, um, almost 60% women, 40% men since 2003. That's how far back the records go, that you can, that's public record online. Um, so this is not something new. Uh, I know that it was mentioned during the press conference that, that, you know, the, enrollment numbers for women had all of a sudden gone up. Um, that's, I mean, I don't know where they got that because it's not the case. It's, it's public record on the, um, on the Equity for Athletics website. Uh, you can look at any school, any year since I think they have up until 2003. Um, so uh, yeah, it's been really, you know, I looked back um, at all the years after I heard that comment and it was uh, 41 to 43 percent men 57 to 59% women since 2003. Um, so this is, it's not something new. Um, you know, the, the proportions, the, um, the, for the size or the amount of women that are participating and the amount of men that are participating, um, you know, that, uh, that, that was really the big thing that they weren't hitting here. Um, unfortunately too, if, if this had, you know, they could have kept all the teams and, and they, probably would have never been called on it. <laughs> um, you know, this is, this is really the only reason why they were. Um, and then also, I think another big thing that, you know, that the, the people out in Pirate Nation really need to understand is that, you know, the swimming and diving and tennis teams were not the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> um, you know, these four teams combined, if you look at the sustainability report um, that was put out by ECU, they only accounted for about 2.5% of the entire operations budget, and that's four teams combined. Um, so they were a very, very small portion of that budget. So by, by cutting those sports, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a severed limb. Um, so, you know, I, I, I understand the frustrations that people have and that we are in this, you know, obviously there's a lot of financial problems, but I mean, they you know, they did it to themselves. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I really hope that, um, you know, once people kind of get over the fact that, that this is, this is, it is what it is, that they'll support these girls. And um, I mean, they were really brave to come out and do what they did. And, you know, under any, uh, you know, obviously they've gotten a lot of support from other student athletes at, at ECU and, and their former teammates and, and coaches and, uh, an alumni, and uh, you know, I hope that everyone else can kind of get behind them as well. Now, as far as the men's program side of it goes, is there any hope to get them back in the next couple of years, or is it kind of just a long shot at this point? Um, I mean, I think at this point, you know, the the first thing was to get the women back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've seen uh, other programs who kind of went the same route, where they brought the women back, and then eventually they brought the men back. So. Um, it's definitely not something that that is out of the question. Um, I know right now they're going to say no, <laughs> um, 
but uh, it's definitely something that we'll continue to push for. And I think, um, I think now that you know the women are back, I think there's going to be a lot, a lot more um, support from from you know the alumni and and uh, you know I think there there's a lot of uh, um, there's a lot of misconceptions that uh, that ECU swimming and diving weren't supportive alumni, um, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, where were they? you know, before this happened. And, and again, it's just not true. <laughs> um, you know, we had a lot of alumni who, who wanted to, to contribute. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, anytime they, they called the Pirate Club to try to do so, um, you know, they weren't really given a very clear, uh, clear cut answers as to where their money was, were, was going. Um, you know, they obviously wanted to support their program and, and it was never, um, really conveyed to them where their money is going. So I think, um, you know, this is a lesson that kind of a lot of different aspects of the athletic department and university in general can learn from and hopefully uh, we'll build a stronger, um, you know, support system moving forward. Okay. And then Chelsea, I had, I had a question for you. Um, look, looking at, I mean, we, we've seen a lot of, um, of, of the swim and dive athletes um, decide to transfer out, rightfully so. Um, what what was the deciding factor that made you decide to stay at ECU and and not um, try to go somewhere else and and continue your, your career somewhere else? Uh, I actually originally was going to transfer and I was ready to commit and everything to a different school, but then I realized like I was already going to be a junior. I didn't have that much eligibility left, and we were in the middle of a pandemic, so I was. Honestly, I didn't think that like sports were really going to happen this year. So then I figured I didn't have that much time left. But I also, I felt like ECU was really my home and I didn't want to leave Greenville because I found my family and like a place there that I really loved. And I just didn't really want to start all over again, even though I love swimming and I didn't, I never wanted to stop swimming. I just, I thought it was easier to stay. Plus we were stuck in our leases. We couldn't get out of things that like were already done. So for me, it was the easier option. And I really just, I love ECU and I love Greenville and I, I didn't want to leave. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, that's good to hear. And I, I know that a lot of people have, and like I said, rightfully so decided to, um, before they knew the outcome that eventually came, they decided to transfer out. Now, um, can you, can either of you give me a breakdown on how many um, athletes we have returning to ECU um, through the through the swim and dive program? Uh, well, the only people that stayed on the women's side were me and uh, two other swimmers and one diver. Wow. So <laughs> I would say a good 80, 90% of people left. So, and I'm not, I've been in, obviously I'm in contact with um, a lot of the people that left because they were my best friends, but a lot of them moved all over the country and it would honestly like and a lot of them are my age so if they came back like I don't really know if they would come back I think that's all up in the air I'm not really sure what people are doing right now yeah, I think then, a lot of people will stay though because it, obviously transferring credits moving again like I think that would be a lot yeah that, that I mean the whole thing I mean then you have to get all the NCAA involved and all of that so yeah. and we all know that the NCAA they do their own thing and decide to take eligibility from people that shouldn't be having eligibility taken away, but that's a different story for a different time. Um, but 
that's all. I mean, that's all the questions we have. If y'all won't have any other um, words, how, how people can support your program um, while, while you're coming back, um, feel free to share them here. Um, we're, we're happy that y'all are back. Um, we, we just um, hope for, for the best in the future and hope that um, all of this plays out well for, for everybody involved. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, we, we thank you guys for having us on again. Um, you know, you guys were, were awesome last time when we were on in June, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really just hope that, um, you know, that Pirate Nation can get behind these girls and um, again, realize that, that, that they were put in a situation that this was, um, I mean, they were just doing, doing what's right. And um you know, now, uh, now that it's, it, you know, I think swimming and diving and tennis, um, you know, they, they should never have been gone in the first place. So, uh, you know, I, let's get behind these girls and support them. And it's, it's going to be, um, you know, it, it'll, it'll be a, a long road back to, to get the team to where, where it needs to be, but it can certainly, certainly get there. And, um, you know, I think just giving these girls support, um, you know, to, to do so is, is just important. And, and I, I hope they do it. <laughs> As do we. So, yep. Thank you again for coming on Kate, Chelsea. Um, wish y'all both the best. Absolutely. Um, Chelsea, your time here at ECU will continue. Kate, yeah. you'll be, a, you'll be an alumni. Once a pirate, always a pirate. Mm -hmm. um, ha have a good, we, we wish you well at Washington state. So go Cougs in that, in that, uh, in that realm. But um, once again, thank y'all. Um, we'll we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Yep. Take care. Once again, we wanted to thank uh, Kate Moore and Chelsea Martin-Seller for joining us on the Boneyard Podcast. Um, real pleasure to talk to them. Already, let let's let's dissect that for a little bit. Okay. Let, let's take a, let's take a second and and talk to the people about what we learned from, from that conversation right. and um, really our thoughts on, on the whole reinstating of, of ECU swim and dive women's and ECU women's tennis. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what was your initial thought from, from the interview that we did with them? Um, I, I thought Kate was very well-spoken. Um, I thought she knew exactly what she was talking about. She knew all of her points. She knew exactly where she, where she was trying to drive her points. Um, I, you know, Chelsea, like the fact that she didn't transfer uh, when so many other of her, her teammates transferred, the fact that she wanted to stay at ECU, the fact that she wanted to stay the course, the fact that she wanted to be here and to graduate as a pirate and to try to help rebuild this program. Um, you know, I, I, I couldn't be more proud of them. I couldn't be, give, give more kudos to them. Um, with that being said, I, I, I do think it's unfortunate um, that we can only bring back one half of this program. Um, I, and, and, and I've been thinking about this a lot all, you know, after the interview all day yesterday, up until right before we got on, just trying to think about what I was going to say, what I wanted to say. Um, it's it's going to take a lot to rebuild this program. I mean, we have so many coaches that left. Kate was one of them. Um, she's, I think, did she say she was at Eastern Washington or, or Washington State? She's at Washington State, Washington uh, State. Okay. home of former ECU quarterback Gardner Minshew. Nah, he ain't, he ain't no damn former ECU quarterback. We don't claim him. We don't claim you, Gardner. You didn't do nothing for us. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you know, 
to only be one half back and then knowing that we lost so many people it's going to take two three four five years to try to rebuild this program um and and i think it's unfortunate that if we don't get it back to the way it used to be because ecu swim and dive was a legitimate program i mean two national championships a slew of conference championships i mean it was it was a legit program that won a lot of rings got a lot of banners and so i understand why they fought so hard to get back but it's like at at what cost at what cost did did we did we fight so hard to get back because it's going to take such a long time to rebuild that program and it's going to cost the university money now i know kate said it's only what 2.5 percent of the budget which you know that's that's not a lot it's 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 not you know especially depending on how much we give to everyone else especially football basketball baseball and like i said i get where they're coming from it's not like i don't understand where they are coming from it's just this is a long uphill battle and i don't want people to just to you know be like oh my god it's back and you know we we have victory it's it's over no the hard part has just begun because now a program has to be completely rebuilt and it's going to take years for that to happen and and that takes money so yeah and now i'll I'll say this i mean i and y'all as y'all all all heard in, in the interview i mean a lot of people are upset about about having to reinstate both the women's tennis and swim and dive teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself kind of included in that. I mean, as somebody that, I mean, I, I, I how do I say this? Um, so as somebody that is a fan of ECU and ECU athletics and wants the, wants the university to do well, I, I'm, I'm happy that they're back. But, Saying, Absolutely. you can't help but to be happy at the back because you didn't it, want them to leave in the first place. It's not like we wanted them to be gone, right? In the first place. But in saying that, I do look at it at and the repercussions. And and Kate brought up some very valid points, and, mm-hmm. and were I mean, she was very well spoken. Very, very. I mean, it, you're you're getting into the legal side of college athletics, but looking at it from from a ECU standpoint and from a fan standpoint, that's what we are. We're Yes, we have a podcast. Yes, I guess we're technically part of the media, but as we're, we're fans first and foremost, mm-hmm. and knowing that ECU has their uh, their hands tied financially with all these other things that are going on, we're, we're paying um, former chancellors, we're paying former athletic directors, we're paying former coaches. You know, it to me. Yeah, that it sucks that we're doing all of those things, and those teams, those pro, that program, was cut because because of that. They they kind of got dealt a raw hand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, to me, I if I was one of the if I was one of the student athletes, I don't know if I would want to come back. I, so I don't I don't know if I would want to come back. They, they've got a long, like you said, they've got a long road ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Putting this program back together, we have four or five returning athletes. That's that's only ten about ten percent of of the athletes returning for ECU swim and dive, and on and that's just the women's. So you're losing all of these student athletes. You're gonna have to rebuild. They're not gonna be here. I mean, by the time that everything's up and running and we have athletes in, I mean, she's not gonna be able to run, race every every um, event. She's not gonna be able. Chelsea, she's not gonna be able to do that. Right. So it's going to take some time to build up and, and have a, a quality program, and we're going to 
be kind of dumping money into into a program and hey i'm glad that i'm glad that they're back i'm glad that they have a sport i'm glad that they they can continue to be pirates and and do what they love i am glad about that but looking at it and seeing that ecu now has to fork over $170,000 to pay for their legal fees mm-hmm. on top of it, i mean it's already kind of tarnish their brand they may not think so but I'm, i know that from an ecu fan perspective reading some of the message boards kate talked about it people aren't very happy about it and i i that's why i asked her i said like how do y'all think this is going to really affect how you come back what 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 do y'all think about the perception that that fans have of you and she she answered that question very well but at the same time, I, I know that it's going to be an uphill battle. And ECU fans are not, are not happy because they know that we're having to pay for this program that isn't going to make money. Mm-hmm. But granted, ECU did it to themselves. They did. As much and that, as I, and, that's, and that's the point that Kate made yesterday. And, yeah, and that point is exactly correct. Right. I didn't know that it was a 60-40 split, but hey – it is. That's the that's the law. That's the rules. You have to you have to have the same amount, or it, have, it has to be. What Artie? Come on, Jared. You knew it was a sixty forty split. Just 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 re- just remember all those nights at ECU. You know you saw more women downtown than men, and you knew it was a sixty forty split. Artie, <laughs> I thought it was seventy thirty. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I had Artie. to throw a laugh in there. I had to. I had to. All right. Anyways, <laughs> ECU is in the wrong. They're paying for it, but even though they're paying for it, we don't have to be happy about it. Right. I mean, I'm happy that they're they're able to have a program. Not happy, but about how the circumstances came to be. And so you're basically arguing that it was a necessary evil to cut this program. Yeah. In in the first place. Yeah. I mean. You're you're not a, you're not a revenue generating program. Mm-hmm. You're not generating. And that, and look, and and that's people are going to listen to this and be like, "Oh, they're 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 being assholes," or no, yada yada yada. That's business. I know I know our listenership, and I know that our listenership is most likely going to say, "Yeah, I agree with the Boneyard Podcast." Right. I, I know for the for the most part they will. Maybe some won't. I mean, and I know I know exactly. I know Kate is going to listen to this, and we we talk to her. And we wanted to give them their platform to come on. I think we're the only media outlet that offered them an opportunity to come on. And we wanted to give them that opportunity to come on and, and give and, their and, and they earned that. They, they deserved they that. Did. Yeah. They did. So congratulations on getting it back. Once again, I, I, I just think that most of Pirate Nation isn't going to be happy with how things went down. Right. That, that's that's all I'm, all I'm going to say on it. Artie, um, now that we're in the new year, we, we talked about ECU tried to trim the uh, ECU tried to trim some some sports back, try to trim some uh, money off the off the budget. Absolutely. Well, already now that we're in the new year, mm-hmm. we're the we're the same podcast, but we have a new sponsor. We got a new sponsor, baby. Yeah, our first and uh, our first and only sponsor right now. If you want to sponsor the podcast, shoot first us an email. First of many. Shoot us an email. Boneyardpod at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, we, we'd love to work with other companies as well, but let, let, let us talk to you a little bit about Manscaped. All right. So Manscaped 
is a grooming tool. You have the lawnmower 3.0, right, Artie? You're very a big nice, fan, right? Very, very, very nice tool. I use it all the time. Men, I'm telling you, before it was a problem to groom. It was a problem. We didn't like talking about it. We didn't like doing it. But Manscaped has really made it a lot easier. They've made it really nice and really fancy for you. You get a nice, nice box. You get a bag. You get deodorant. You get the whole nine to really make your experience grooming a really enjoyable and really fun experience. And your significant other will absolutely love you for it. So if you're having trouble grooming, if you need help grooming, I highly suggest getting Manscaped. You can use, what's our code? Bone? Promo code Bone. So Promo code Bone. Artie, I've got to read this part. I've got to read all the actual stuff that Manscaped sends us for, for the people. So support for the Boneyard Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Yeah, they do. Um, they obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Okay? Did you know, Artie, that Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer? Mm. Yeah. So Manscaped basically had a, an engineering team that spent 18 months. Th- these are the same people, types of people that are putting astronauts on the moon. <laughs> they're they're worrying about your junk okay so make sure you go on manscape.com you can get anything anything on the site use promo code bone for 20 percent off and free shipping already i've been using uh the the ball deodorant and i love it oh it's it's phenomenal i started using it yesterday i feel like a brand it's new man absolutely phenomenal and look guys your fathers didn't have this. Your grandfathers didn't have this. They were trying to do this with a straight razor. All right, do yourself a favor, get manscaped. Do yourself and your and your girl a favor, get manscaped. All right, manscaped 3.0, the lawnmower 3.0, and it it'll do wonders. Once again, promo code Bone for twenty percent off and free shipping. Oh shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, look at you. Look at look me. Look at you. I, I'm throwing I'm throwing stuff all all over the place. So yeah. Are he, um, yeah, real quick. I, I just want to say like, it's been a long time coming. We've, we've been doing this thing for nine months and I'm, I'm right. proud that I'm damn proud to have a sponsor. Um, oh, it, just yeah. sh- it just shows the hard work we've been putting in. I know a lot of people have been saying that on, on Twitter. Um, but mm-hmm. please, if, please support, support us by, by going to Manscaped and using that promo code, promo code bone. But already talking about trimming, ECU's trimmed the roster in football a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And and we knew we knew Chase Hayden. We knew he entered the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came mm-hmm. in. We we were all kind of expecting it. He didn't really get any playing time. We knew he he was gonna be gone at some point, especially with the year Rajay Harris and Keaton Mitchell had. Um, yeah. With that being said, we also knew Darius Penix was likely either mm-hmm. gonna have to move positions or transfer out because this is Rajay Harris's and, and Keaton Mitchell's team this it's their it's their position running back that it's their position so i mean yeah we i mean darius Penix last week announced that he's transferring um he's entered the transfer portal we we can't say we're surprised we can't say we're surprised we're not and and it's it's crazy because when we did our you know pre-season talks it was darius Penix. it was chase hayden we thought chase hayden would, would, would probably be the main feature back 
He was a transfer from Arkansas. We thought he was going to explode onto the scene. Uh, we had heard a lot about Darius Pendix coming in. He, he had had a very good camp. Um, and so for me, it was like, okay, Chase Hayden's going to do his thing. Darius Pendix going to do his thing. I didn't know much about Rajay. Definitely didn't know anything about Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I barely knew he was on the roster. And, and then, you know, things happen. That's football. That's sports. Um, you know, you get your opportunity and you make the most of it. Uh, Rajay Harris made the most of his opportunity. Keaton Mitchell made the most of his opportunity. And now that's, that's our backs for the next two, three years, to be honest with you. As, as long as they want to stay at ECU, we're going to have them. So I hate to see uh, Chase Hayden go, even though he really didn't play that much. I hate to see Darius Penix go. I know he had a whole bunch of off-the-field issues, um, personal issues that, that, that went on. So I was personally really rooting for Darius Penix, um, really wanted to see him succeed. And I know he will succeed somewhere else. And so I wish Chase Hayden, I wish Darius, Darius Penix nothing but the best. I know they will go on to succeed in whatever they do. Um, and, 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 like, and like you said, we knew this was coming. They're just too talented to be sitting on the bench, and they should not be sitting on the bench. Uh, but we got two studs that have earned their spots, and that's just what it is. That's the business of football. Yeah, it is. And um, once again, we want to thank them both for their, their time at ECU. Um, gotta, I got to think that um, Coach Houston and, and company, Donnie Kirkpatrick, will go out and, and try to get another running back in this, this year's class mm-hmm. um, with signing day coming up next month. Got to think that happens so, so that way they can uh, bring in somebody else for, for that running back room. I mean, you can't, you can't just rely on two guys. I mean, you want them to be – Well, you, you, you bring in somebody else to give those two guys some rest. Those, those two guys are going to be the bell cows. Well, right? yeah. It's, it's yeah. going to be – yeah. What, what, I, what I'm – all right, maybe I said that wrong. What I'm saying is <laughs> – Those could – they're definitely getting 99.99% oh, yeah, of touches. definitely. But you're, you need to bring somebody in that is capable of taking snaps in case one of those guys goes down. Heaven right, forbid exactly, one of those guys goes exactly. down. You need somebody that exactly. can come in and fill some of that, fill some of that role. Um, yeah. that, that's just a fact of the matter. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I really do. And, and, and that, whoever they bring in, whoever, whoever comes in has to know, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to be a starting guy, you know, unless they just get an opportunity and they go for 250 or 300 yards or something like that. So they have to understand that they're, they're going to be waiting in line for a little bit. Yep. Now, looking at uh, looking at ECU for some scheduling, you know, I'm a I'm a schedule junkie. So mm-hmm. ECU was supposed to go on the road to Columbia, South Carolina, and play South Carolina University of South Carolina, um, the real Carolina. Just just saying that. You said the real what? The real Carolina. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really disagree with that. I don't. I, I like I like USC a whole lot more than I like UNC. That's for damn sure. So, um, ECU was supposed to go on the road to South Carolina and play them in Columbia last year. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, COVID, all, all the nonsense. That game got canceled. The game has now been rescheduled for 2027. Um, Artie, any thoughts? Um, that's a long ways away. <laughs> that's a long ways away. That's six years away. Look. I mean, just think about it. The, the guys that are – the guys that are coming in now aren't even going to play in that game. No, no, that's that's going to be a completely different team that we that we see playing USC in twenty twenty seven. Now we do have them next year um, yep. on the on the docket. We do, and so we will see them next year, next season. Um, but excuse me to 
and, and look, those things happen. I know SSC, you know, they have a lot of non-conference teams, other non-conference teams that they want to see. Obviously, they have their conference uh, schedule. As I look at Sweet Bell that Jared's, uh, Jared's holding up. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, USC doesn't duck us the way Virginia Tech does, and I appreciate that. They at least go out of their way to at least reschedule us. And even though it's a little bit down the road, they are at least going out of their way to, to reschedule us because South Carolina ECU has been a nice little rivalry over the last 20 to 30 years. So, and it's not like we've never beaten SC. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that we're, we're still keeping that tradition going with at least one SEC school. Well, they may not duck us. They, I mean, they do find a way to skirt around having uh, or ha- having yeah, they, 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 they skirt, they skirt, but they don't duck us. Virginia Tech ducked us. Virginia Tech. Uh, I, I could go, on a whole diatribe. You like that word diatribe uh, about <laughs> why I hate Virginia tech. Um, I'm not going to do it, but yeah. ECU playing South Carolina, 2027, 2021 pirates host the Gamecocks going to have a new head coach in, in South Carolina. It's going to be mm-hmm. a good matchup. I'm, I'm excited about it. Very excited. Very, very excited about that match. I'm, I'm excited about all of our non-conference games next year, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I think all of our out-of-conference games are, are, are pretty good, with the exception of maybe one of them. So, Charleston Southern. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we went to, we went to Georgia State and lost that game. So, who knows? <laughs> so, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, that, that game may even get rescheduled because, I mean, Charleston Southern, I believe they're – are they D2? Don't ask me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I really don't know what Charleston Southern is. I, I think I think they're D2. Maybe maybe not, okay. but I think they're D2. Um, then you got App State um, at Bank of America Stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Belle is wanting me to throw her toy. Um, App State at Bank of America on the road in Huntington, West Virginia against Marshall. Mm-hmm. Right? And then um, – you got Charleston Southern and South Carolina. So right. it, it's, it's a good non-conference slate. It's a very good non-conference slate. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very good non-conference slate. And if we can, if we can, you know, get off to a good start, get off to a fast start, who knows? So very excited for next season. And hopefully we're not still dealing with all this COVID bull splat. So hopefully we got actual fans in the stadium. Cause I cannot wait to see 50,000 plus in Dowdy again. That's just, it's, it's, it's just what it should be. So, agreed, agreed. So, uh, yeah, talking about football season starting, we haven't even gotten to baseball. Baseball season starts next month, and uh, make sure, guys, go and it's going to be different this year. Go buy your virtual ticket to the uh, baseball banquet. Um, I know it's going to be a lot of fun, and then we're uh, yeah. So I, I think make sure you, make sure you do that, um, but. Looking at it, ECU baseball is ranked preseason. Of course, they are. They're, they're I mean, they're a top twenty-five team perennial, perennially. Um, you got uh, they're ranked thirteenth by Perfect Game and twenty-fifth right now by Baseball America. What, what's your take on that? And we were talking about this before we got on, Jared, because you were telling me that there's like seven different rankings for baseball. How do you have ECU ranked thirteenth in one ranking and twenty-fifth in another? Like I, I, that's that's 12 spots. That's a difference of 12 spots. I, I don't, I don't understand what's, what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I do something, that? what's going on? No, no, do you not hear that? I hear, I hear the squeaking. Yeah, I, yeah. I hear that. 
Yeah. Leave Bell alone, man. Bell, Bell doing her thing. You guys, th- this podcast is uh is brought to you by Bell, um, my dog, fifteen pounds schnauzer doodle. Um, just the sweetest little pup. Just yeah, the sweetest. Very girl. sweet. Very sweet. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I've never understood it. I always I like to go by D one baseball's rankings. Um, hopefully, not not tying us to anything. Hopefully, have some it's of like- those guys on. That's like Ohio State being ranked number four in the college football playoff, but they're ranked number fifteenth in the AP poll. Like I don't, I don't understand these rankings. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. We're not. And Did somebody not, called Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> Dabo Sweeney got beat by the eleventh best team or the eleventh team. <laughs> but regardless, I, you know, ECU baseball has been the most consistent and best program. Sports-wise, we've had the last four or five years. And so if you're going to get excited for anything, if you're going to get amped up for anything, if you're going to get really pumped for a sports program at ECU right now to kind of maybe make it to that next stage and get onto the big stage and get into the bright lights and primetime, you got you to pay attention to ECU baseball. What Cliff Godwin is building, it, well, it has built, and not building, but he has built a perennial powerhouse program that can compete with any baseball program in the state of North Carolina. We all know North Carolina is a huge baseball state. And they can compete with anybody in the country. So I'm I'm very excited for ECU baseball. As am I. So uh, yeah, we're, hopefully we'll have some uh, pretty good ECU baseball um, previews coming up soon. We're, mm-hmm. we're not gonna we're not gonna say who all we're talking about having on, but we're 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 trying. We're in the works of lining up some pretty cool things. So stay tuned for that. Um, Absolutely. Artie, let's let's get to Twitter questions and start wrapping this thing up. We've been going about 45 minutes now. Okay. Um, so we got some questions from uh from Brayton and PD, our our boy PD. Has Brayton ever sent us a question? Uh, I don't think so. Bra- Brayton's I my I don't think she has. Bra- Brayton's my cousin. Um, she she sent one in over Twitter. Now she she sent this question, which means she needs to listen to this episode. She hey she tells me she listens to all of them so. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure she's she she listening. I don't we need if, more questions. I don't, I don't know if I believe all that, but uh, her, <laughs> her first question: thoughts on Scotty Moe update. So, if you haven't heard, Scotty Moe has been fired from the University of Maryland. So, it, it it's a good thing for ECU because Maryland hiring him took us our they cut our check that we have to cut him for mm-hmm. firing him. It cut that uh, drastically. I, I don't know the amount, but it cut it. We, we didn't have to pay him as much money. So th- that's a good thing. Scotty Moe, we've, we've said it before, he, he's an okay coach. He, he, I mean, he, he's a good X's and O's coach. Mm-hmm. That's about it. He, he can recruit, and he, he's a decent X and, X's and O's coach, but he can't put it together when it comes to game time. You know, it, it... – I kind of feel bad for Scotty Mo. I, I really do, because because you know, I mean, you 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 makes for the one guy. Of us. Yeah, he didn't he didn't he didn't work out at ECU, but I I didn't when he when he got let go, I didn't look at him like, oh, I, I hope he fails everywhere else he goes. No, no, that's that's just not. I don't have that kind of hatred in my heart. I really was rooting for him and rooting for the best. But you know, like you said, some people just aren't really cut out for it. And Maryland is not the best program, so if you really can't make it at Maryland. Maybe D1's not the route. Maybe he needs to go D2. Maybe he needs to go D3, kind of build a base, and then work his way up. Um, I, I think he's a great guy. I think he's a very smart guy. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's just it's, it's just not 
It's just not not, not in the cards. It's not going to work. So I, I'm still rooting for the guy, still wishing the best, but it's unfortunate. Yep. And uh, her next question is about a, a new transfer to ECU. He, he just signed with ECU back in December. DJ Ford, mm-hmm. safety transfer from Carolina. Okay. Um, I should say UNC, not not Carolina. We've already established the real Carolina is South Carolina. Um, she asked kind of what our thoughts were. That one she didn't ask on Twitter. She just kind of – she called me yesterday and was like, hey, can you all talk about this? So, mm-hmm. um, Brayton, here's what I'll say. DJ Ford, dude, dude's going dude's to be a stud um, on defense for ECU. Going to come in right away and, and probably be our, our best safety on the team. We've we've got some pretty good young guys that are in that position. <laughs> um, sorry, Bell's breaking my train of thought, but um, DJ Ford coming in. Um, looking at it, he he opted out of the 2020 season because of COVID, and then he. But looking at 2019, he appeared in all 13 games and made seven starts at defensive back. Um, compiled 54 tackles, one sack, two and a half tackles for loss, three hurries, two breakups, and one fumble recovery, and one interception. Um, that I mean, to me, that that's he he was the sixth best player on UNC's defense. But coming into ECU, having that experience in quote unquote power five, that power five experience. And he, he knows, I mean, he knows how to win. Mm-hmm. Played under Mac Brown. He, he knows how to win. He's going to go out there. He's going to ball and he, he's going to provide some leadership on defense. If, if I'm reading it, all the things, right. He, he's going to, he's going to do that. Um, yeah. I, I, I think that, I think it's a good pickup. Um, I mean, he, he was ranked, he was 1800, one, He's the 100 or – jeez, Jared, be able to talk. You been what? drinking? No, not yet. <laughs> well, here's the 1,800 best uh, player coming out of high school. In, 1,800? In that yes. That's what he was 1,800? That's what he was ranked nationally. That's Okay. He, he was a three-star recruit, the 124th best safety coming out of, college, or out of high school. Okay. Went to Carolina out, out of Alabama. Um, I got, I mean, he, he was a starter at Carolina, right. On on a team that was pretty good at Carolina. So it, it, my thing is, and I'm, I'm going to be the negative Nancy here. I'm not sold. I'm, I'm just not sold on the kid. Carolina hasn't had a good defense in years. They didn't have a good defense this year. They didn't have a good defense last year. Well, he wasn't on the, defense in the bottom to the ACC. Um, but I'm, even last year, even the year before that, they, they just haven't had a solid defense in years. Um, and look, he's got the experience. He's got the ACC experience. He's played against some quality opponents. I really want, we need somebody to come in and play well. So it's not like I want him to come in and play bad. That's not what I'm saying at all. I hope he balls out. I'm just not sold. And, and I won't be sold until I see the production. I, I, cause to me, it's just like Carolina defensively hasn't shown me anything over the last few years. Their offense, yeah, has been phenomenal, but their defense has been eh. So I'm, I'm not sold just yet. All right, so uh, we'll we'll agree to disagree on DJ Ford. I'm I'm excited for him. Um, I'm excited to have him. I'm still uh, excited, absolutely. Like I said, I want the kid to come out and ball out, and I hope he doesn't listen to this and like, oh, screw that Artemis kid or screw that Artie kid. He can he can 
go do whatever. I'll, uh, I want him to ball out. I'm just I'm, not sold. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send him the link to to this episode. I'll I'll, I'll send. Hey, that's cool. Link. You know, I'll talk to anybody, baby. I don't care. <laughs> um, already. So then we have a question from Petey. Um, this is more of a New Year's resolution, um, question. So it's kind of three questions in in total. He says, "What what are your New Year's resolutions for yourself, for the podcast, and for ECU?" That's good. Uh, so for yourself, Artie, what, what, what's your, what's your new year's resolution? Ooh, put me on the spot. Um, the new year's resolution for myself, I've got 11 days to think of it. I would, I would honestly say continuing to stay in a positive mindset with every, like with, with all the hectic, you know, stuff going on with 2020 and now going into 2021, um, there's, there's been a lot of turmoil there's been a lot of negative things going on in the world. I think it's most important for myself and for everybody to really stay in a positive mindset, to do what it is that makes you happy and also be able to give positive energy out to the world. So, so for me personally, it would be to stay in a positive mindset, continue to be positive. You're not going to be happy all the time. There's going to be things that upset you. There's going to be things that, that get in the way, but try to keep that peace within yourself and then broadcast that out to the world. So for me personally, that would be my new year's, new year's resolution, stay positive and then give positive energy out to everyone else. Be more like Artie, less like Marty. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Don't be a Marty. <laughs> Don't be a Marty. Nobody likes Marty. Um, mine, I would have to say, I, I, I would agree with that. I, I'm trying to be more positive myself, but also um, Artie, you know, I, I, I'm, there's one thing that I'm terrible at. Okay. And okay. I'll put it out there. Okay. Let's I, hear it. I, I, I'm terrible at pushups. I, oh I, my God. <laughs> <sighs> we could, we could talk for hours on this, but go ahead, Jared. Go ahead. So I'm, uh, I, I'm making, I'm making it my effort this year to do more pushups, more pushups, <laughs> Just give me five. Just I, I give can, me five, Jared. Already, I, I, I can knock out five. You, I, I did that I, a couple I, I've weeks ago. I've never seen it. I've never I, seen I, it. I did that at your apartment like three weeks ago. Boo, you did like three. Okay, whatever. Because <laughs> you know I'm right. But I, I, I'm doing it to where like if, if I'm down at work, if I'm feeling drowsy, just get up, do some push-ups, and, and get get – I don't. I don't have a gym membership right now. Um, not going to the gym. I don't. I don't want to work out with a mask on. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's part of my exercise. I want to. I want to do more push-ups this year. And, okay. Uh, and, and get good at that. I now, respect we, it. Any athletes that are listening to this podcast are probably laughing at laughing at me because but, I have. I have never seen you do five push-ups, Jared. Yes, you five. have. Yes, no, you I have, have not. Yes, I have. swear, I haven't. Yes, you have. But you I like it though. I, I I respect it. So yeah, there there I am. I'm I'm putting it out there. Uh, I'm that that's embarrassing to to say that. Like <laughs> I, I've just I've never been good at push-ups. Like I've got all the upper body strength in the world. I've just never been good at push-ups. And to your credit, you are not a small guy. I'm that's, not. that's that's I, a lot I, of man. That's a lot of man to push up. I, that's why six, that's why we call I'm, you big sexy. I'm six one three twenty five. Like yeah, I'm, big I'm sexy. a big dude. I'm a big dude and. You know what? After this podcast is up, I'll uh, I'll I'll bust out ten right, right after the <laughs> podcast. All right. Um. So for the podcast, Artie, what's your New Year's resolution for the podcast? 
Um, honestly, to keep on the same transition that that, that we're doing, I I feel like we're on a good tra trajectory. I hope I said that right. Right now, and, you know, we we've been doing this for what, what nine months, going on yeah. ten months. It's it's been episode less than a 41. year. Episode forty one, and you know, honestly, to get more sponsors, obviously, to get more banging interviews, to just grow our base. I would love. I know we've had over you know close to three thousand listens. I know we have over two hundred weekly listeners. We already, let me just uh hop in there. We got over. 8,000 listens. <laughs> okay, we got over 8,000 listens. Okay, so, the last yeah. update I got was three. So. <laughs> no, we got over eight. But, and, and, what's, and what's our weekly weekly listeners looking like? I mean, we're, we're at about two, 250. Okay, yeah, that's, 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 that's where I thought we were at. So honestly, if we could grow to five to 600 weekly listeners, have 15 to 16,000 listens, that, that, that would be my New Year's resolution for the podcast. Just continue to grow. I, I feel like we're doing everything that we need to right now. Just, just continue to do what, what we're doing and get better. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. I mean, I, I want to grow and um, I'd, I'd like to be able to start um, giving back a little bit more from the podcast, giving back to our community mm -hmm. a little bit more, um, especially okay. with COVID. Um, I mean, that's like Artie, you and I have talked about being able to give back to some of the businesses that, that mm -hmm. we've worked with and, uh, and, and doing this podcast, we, we've worked with some, even though they haven't been full on sponsors, there's businesses that we support and I'd like to be able to give back to them. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I, I, I want to continue to put out quality content. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we, we line up interviews that we think that y'all want to listen to. We, we do interviews that, we think that um, you'll want to engage with and, and enjoy. And that, that's why we do it. I mean, we, we do this because we enjoy learning things, but also because we, we know that these are things that you want to hear. So I, I want to continue to do that. Um, and, and the listeners, I, I want to grow that, not only because I, I think we have something here that, that's valuable, I think that we have, um, I, I think we have a, a good energy and I think we have, uh, we, we have a different perspective. And I, I think anytime that you can get more perspectives and, and different perspectives out there, I, I think that, I think that's good. So that, that would be my goal for the podcast is, is to yeah. just continue to put out quality content. I'd love to do some, some different things, uh, get out there, play some golf with some of these people, mm -hmm. um, maybe start doing some stuff on YouTube um get a get a live podcast where people can actually see our face yeah maybe maybe you know get, I mean, get, get that in there and hopefully because we're not ugly guys jared we're not ugly people can see yourself. our face <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um but no i one of the things that i would like to do and we, we talked about it for this year and unfortunately with covid we weren't able to do it and this is some one of the ideas we had from the get-go and we, we were actually already now got some beers together over the weekend and, and we were talking about some things. And, and one of the things that I'd love to do is be able to get, uh, get together and do almost like a game day style podcast, like live from Dowdy Thickland stadium in the parking lot. That that's one of the things that I'd love to do, get, get a whole sound thing going and have y'all come out, get a couple kegs and get a whole uh, booth, get a whole setup and everything. Absolutely. Get, get everything going. And, set up and, and have a, have a little boneyard podcast tailgate and, and, and do a live show from there. And 
I, I think I think that would be a lot of fun and hopefully barring everything else with COVID, hopefully we can we can do that in twenty twenty one. But in, if not, that that's one of our goals in the future to be able to start doing that on almost a weekly basis where we're getting out there and we're being we're hanging out with y'all and, and doing a podcast and listening and, and drinking with y'all and, and enjoying fellowship with y'all. So yeah, that, that that's what that's what I would say for the podcast. Now, Artie, for ECU, your twenty twenty one resolution. Twenty twenty one resolution for ECU. Um I'm gonna start with football first. Uh, can we get to six wins? I just, I just want to see six. I think so. I just, I just want to see six. I think, I think that's, that's, there. that's the, yeah, that's, that's the new year's resolution for football this year. I don't need a 10 win season. I know we're not there yet. I just want to get to six. I want to make it to a bowl game. I want to be able to root for my, for my ECU pirates in a bowl game again, which I haven't been able to do in quite some time. Um, so that, that would be number one. Um, basketball, can we finish over 500? You know, not not saying we got to make it to the tournament or we got to win the conference, yada, yada. Can we just finish over 500? Can we be competent? Can we play well? Can we scare some folks? Can we make it competitive? Can we just finish over 500? And then, obviously, baseball, can we get there? Can we get to Omaha? Because that's really the Omaha. last step for our, for, for our baseball program. I mean, they, they've, they've been consistent. They've been great over the years. But that last hump is getting to Omaha, getting to a college um, baseball, what is it, playoff or, or, or super World regional series. World Series. So, you know. How, you run a, how do that, you run a ECU or a college podcast and not know the college World Series? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I knew, I knew it was a super regional, and yeah. I didn't know it was college World Series, but I was, I was drawing a blank. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was blanking out. <laughs> You've been drinking? I'm sorry, people. You've been right. drinking? <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that would probably be my, my resolution for, for ECU. And then, obviously – just being able to get kids back on campus. I hate the fact that kids cannot enjoy their college experience. You know, going to college is not just about going to class and, and getting a degree. That, that's the most important part, but that's not all college is. College is an entire experience. And I'm not just talking about the partying part either. It's about meeting new people. It's about meeting friends. It's about networking. Um, it's about having experiences that you're never going to ever have again in life. And I feel like a lot of these kids are being robbed of that experience right now. And, and granted, yes, we – we understand why, but hopefully we can get to a get to a point in time where kids are allowed back on campus and they can enjoy what they're paying for, which is an entire college experience. So that will be my New Year's resolution for ECU. Dang, you took all the good ones. Um, <laughs> no, I, I would say I I, I think I'll, I'll I'll start with baseball, or I'll start with basketball. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to get to the NIT. Um, I don't know if that happens, but I, I'd like to get to some. I think that's possible, yeah. I, I think it might happen, just given how we've played in the past. If everybody gets healthy and um, we can stay out of COVID protocol um, over, over the next um, month and a half or so that's left in the season. Um, I would also say that I would like to – so I'd like to see that. I'd like to – for baseball, it's Omaha or bust for me. Uh, I know that that's how it is every year. I think I think that's what Coach Cliff Godwin says every year. It's Omaha or bust. Like that that's our mm-hmm. goal. Um, granted, watch it be this year that we make it where you can't have anybody and none of us can go to right <laughs> Omaha. Um, and then I, I would say for football, I, I'll. 
I think six wins is attainable. I'd like to start seeing us really finishing second or third in the East, not finishing sixth um, mm-hmm. or fifth in the East. Uh, I, I, I want to see us be competitive and move to the middle part of the conference and, and be a respectable team. Um, yeah. I do want to see us make a bowl game. I think we will. Um, I, I, I do want to see that. So that that's mine for ECU. And yeah, I, I want to see students back. I, I know I'm, I, I have a, uh, my brother-in-law student at UNC. He, uh, I mean, he, he's supposed to be a junior right now. He's mm-hmm. basically missed half of his college career, but in is living at home. So right. I, I know he's having a hard time. I know, I know a lot of ECU students are having a hard time. Like, wanting to get back to that. So I, I want ECU to be able to get back to that. And I mean, that's really a world, uh, <laughs> that's really a world New Year's resolution to get back to right. yeah. somewhat of, of a little bit of normalcy. But yeah, that, I mean, the, the, damn PD, that, that was a good question. I'm that was an have, excellent question. That was a good I'm, one. I'm going to have to hit some push-ups after this to, <laughs> to <laughs> get my mind right. But um, so, yeah, I, I think, I think all of that's good. Um, but Artie, it's been a while since we've done this. You've had like almost a month to prepare one. Do you ever walk the plank? I've been we've been doing this whole episode and I haven't really thought of one to be honest with you. Do yours first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and run yours. All right. So mine uh mine mine was pretty easy. I'm honestly surprised you didn't think of this one. Um Yeah, I should have. <laughs> you should have, yes. So mine is Juju Smith Schuster. Uh <laughs> Guy from from Pittsburgh, just looking at it, I mean, dude called out the uh, the Browns, basically saying like he's not afraid of the Browns. Hey, it's all it's all fine to get, talk smack, I get it, but you got to come out and back it up. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> to lose to Cleveland twice this season, a te- and basically still say like, oh yeah, they're, they're the, the that's still the same old Browns. Like they still suck. They didn't suck. They didn't suck in the first quarter yesterday. They came out there and whipped that ass. 28-0 with 10 minutes or like four minutes left in the first quarter. 28-0. So, um, I just got to say, it's – he had it coming. Uh, I know Pittsburgh fans are are worried because I think that was their last real shot at at doing something with with this group group of guys. I mean, Ben's getting older. You get you got some of these guys that are probably looking at retirement, looking at moving on somewhere else. The, the gang the gang isn't there anymore. So, Juju, walk the damn plank. Uh, go do your TikTok dances somewhere else. Now, I I will say to Juju's credit, he did have ten catches for 158 yards and a touchdown. So yeah, it's I not mean, like Juju didn't play well. He played phenomenal. But his team lost, and he shouldn't have said what he said. So you're absolutely right, because they got drubbed yesterday. They they had no chance of coming back and winning that game. The game was over in the first quarter. So, yeah, Juju walked the down plank. Oh, man. If I had to choose one, Jared, and I, and I, and I hate that I'm going to have to do this, but I, I got to pick my beloved Chicago Bears. What, what, what was it, whims that drop? I, I, I got I to gotta pick my Bears, man. That game yesterday – like much of our games all season was hard to watch. We have a defense, which, you know, they kind of played suspect at times, but when they played their best, 
they're really freaking good, like really good. They held Drew Brees and company to 14 points with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Saints, one of the best offenses in the NFL, 14 points with five minutes, minutes left in the fourth quarter, and all you have to show for it is three points, three. Some of the worst play calling I've ever seen, some of the worst quarterback play I've ever seen. Like you said, Wims dropped a, the easiest touchdown you are ever going to have. Um, Allen Robinson didn't get the ball. He's a top five, top six, top seven receiver in the NFL. Didn't get the ball at all yesterday. The offense has been terrible. We have to blow it up. You have to get rid of Trubisky. You have to get rid of Nagy. You have to get rid of Ryan Pace, our GM. Blow it up. Keep everybody on defense, but blow it up. Just, just blow it up. Like, I, I, I can't – I cannot watch another season like that. I, I can't, like, we are wasting away an all-pro defense. We're just wasting it. Like, I, like I mean, Bears walk the damn plane. At, at least you have the defense. I'm a Falcons fan. We have no defense. Like, but they're just being wasted. They're being wasted. Like, that's the most upsetting thing about everything. Like, they're just completely being wasted. Just wasted. So, I love my Bears. I'm always going to be a Bears fan. But walk the damn plane. Y'all sucked yesterday. <laughs> that, that's that's funny. Um, <laughs> but, already, I uh, that's it for, for – for the this podcast episode 41 we'll wrap it up make sure you follow us on instagram twitter facebook um you can subscribe spotify itunes if you haven't already leave us a review five stars leave us a review we'll uh we want to see that we want to hear back from you we want to hear what you have to say about us um five stars nothing less five stars all right that's what we want from you that's how that's how we continue to to achieve our goals as a podcast. Um, also, once again, go to manscaped.com, use promo code BONE for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, get you a lawnmower 3.0, your family jewels, your balls, and, uh, and, and your girl will thank you. I pro- or, or man, <laughs> hey, we don't, we don't discriminate here on the Bone Our Podcast. Hey, there you go. There you so, go. So do yourself a favor. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code BONE for 20% off and free shipping uh get get you get you some uh some crop reviver crop deodorant (laughs) i I promise you that stuff works wonders Artie, why are you laughing i know you no i i i i i concur (laughs) i concur i I agree take care of yourself pirate nation do it absolutely go go to manscaped.com promo code bone 20 percent off um do it any final thoughts? Um, nah, man. You know, as, as always, you know, Pirate Nation, we love you. We appreciate you, your, your, your support, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Sounds good. All I'll say is right now we're, uh, we're boycotting the college football invitational game. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it. We're, we're not watching it. We're not talking about it. We're, we're just saying, hey, we're boycotting it. We hope you did the same. By the time this comes out, the game will be over. So go team. We don't care who wins, even though we don't want Ohio <laughs> State to win. Um, sports, sports. Yeah, we're we're the guys that would be at uh, what's his name, the guy that goes to the games and wears like the NFL hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? He, Parks and Rec. Gosh, what's his name? Uh, I, I can't think of it. But anyways, stay safe, Pirate Nation. We love you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Peace. Deuce.